Welcome to the Heroes of Cosplay Sanctuary Podcast. This is your host, Scotty B. Hey, find us online. I uh, haven't been mentioning that recently, but you know, the notes are there. You can click on things and follow. I'm just happy you're listening to the podcast. It's always nice to have new people. And of course, you can find us at our website, www.heroesofcosplaysanctuary.com. And yes, today we're going to be talking about theater and cosplay uh, I was in theater once upon a time for a few years, probably from the time I was a freshman in high school until my early 30s. So on and off for all of that time, you know, it was it was one show a year for a while. Um, I think I did. I, I remember being very young, being I, I think it was the the year before. I was a freshman, so eighth grade going into freshman year in high school, and the summer musical that year, so I was probably like 13 or 14 years old, the summer musical that they were putting on locally was 42nd Street, and I remember thinking just how great that was, how freaking amazing everybody was in that, and, you know, the dancing and all the stuff that I just, you know, had no no business even thinking about. But you know what's funny is at 13 years old, I had almost the same mindset. <laughs> almost the same mindset as I do now where it's like, oh, I'm just too, I, I I haven't gotten started yet. So of course I'm not going to be any good. I just think it's like I'm, I'm 13. <laughs> I'm not any good at this. I needed to be like four and start, you know. And uh, I, I'd been in, uh, I'd been in dance probably at like when I was seven. So that doesn't really count. Being on stage has always been kind of just a fun thing for me and I, I enjoy it. Man, I'm not professional at all. You know, like I'm, I like to do these things. Like I will, I can figure it out, but I'm not, I'm not a pro. This is not my vocation, folks. I'm, I'm marketing. <laughs> like uh, you have to know a little bit about a lot uh, in terms of that, you know, PR and just where to put a camera and how to talk. It's not like I studied it. I mean, we talked about this you know, we just talked about nobody's going to teach you, but uh, there were a lot of things I wanted to be and really never got the opportunity to do. You know, I never, I never got all the way in to being, you know, really into theater. And, and I tried, I, I started off, I should have changed my major to theater when I went to college because I enjoyed it so much and I thought, oh, well, I'll just be a music major because that's, you know, more real and that's like operatic and that's, you know, big leagues or whatever. And it's like, no, I should have just gone into theater, uh, even though I don't think I could have hacked any of the audition process for being in acting. I don't think it would have worked very well for me. So uh, honestly, I feel like I lack the energy. I remember doing this when I was 14. So I was in like swing choir, if anybody knows what that is, like see High School Musical problem with me was yeah I was just kind of lethargic like I just I had some energy I could do things but the way that the like the the guys that were involved with this more full-time than me like there were actually guys who did like dance but the 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 framing of all of that was I never felt like I was really worthy because these dudes had so much energy they just they were like they were just like, let's do lifts. And, you know, they could just like pick these girls up and stuff. And I'm like, wow, I'm like, there's no way. And I don't know if they were really taller than me or anything like that. They were just, they were just more athletic because they just did dance all the time. You know, they had dancers legs and I hadn't started martial arts yet. So I wasn't exactly fit. I was okay. <laughs> I'd done the basics. 
but you know, I'd, I'd been through maybe a couple of years of martial arts by that point, but I'd, you know, everything like anything else at all gets put on a shelf and sits there for a while in my life. But you know, Fort, I'm not exactly like I could have spent 10 years doing that. I could have like really just dedicated myself, but you know, when you're 14, you just don't think like that. And unfortunately, even when you're 40, you don't think like that. Uh, you, you kind of have the same, I, like I said, I feel almost the same now as I did then in terms of like what I can do and what I can't. I wish I would have discovered cosplay then. I guess it was a very different world. There wasn't a whole lot for it, you know, back in the uh, the mid-90s. There just wasn't, there wasn't a ton going on about it. If you lived in a small town, there just weren't people who did that. And you, even if you did go to a convention, uh, which I did go to a few um, back in the day, you know, Gen Con was down the street. So, Going to that, you know, you would see the occasional, but back then it was really a gaming convention and it was mostly guys like me with backpacks. You know, it was like, it was, you got to be a geek, you got to be a nerd, you got to play your Dungeons and Dragons, watch your anime, but none of us were bringing costumes to that, um, to that party. There were a few people who did. There were, there were a few cosplayers back then, but I do not remember uh, as much. I remember there just being a lot of people who wanted to game, a lot of gamers, not a lot of people wearing cosplays. So it's changed a lot. Now it feels like it's almost 50, 50. It's probably a little less than that, but I mean, there are a lot of people who dress up a lot more now than there used to be. Anyway, um, theatrics has always been something that I've enjoyed. Uh, I like being in front of an audience and, you know, putting on a show. That's just something I like to be entertaining for people that, you know, it's all about storytelling and, you know, having done a dozen or so performances in my time, mostly musicals, maybe a three act or a one act along the way. But the, um, you know, plays never like I couldn't I, I don't know if I could do Shakespeare. I, I read for Shakespeare, but I never I don't think I've ever done it. Not not in that context. Anyways, man, that would be that would be way out of my depth <laughs> to to pull off Bill Shakespeare. Is that really a necessary component to be in the cosplay community? No, it's not. Like you don't have to be a theater geek. You don't have to be theatrical. You don't have to be an actor and actress to be in cosplay. It just kind of helps. And there are a lot of tiebacks to doing that. And I, the thing that I remember about the performances that I was in is it's very demanding. There was certainly a level of comfort for me on stage. There in it being the ultimate ex- escape for me. It was very it was very escapism because you had a lot to concentrate on and you didn't really have to think about like going to work tomorrow or anything like that. Like you didn't have to really think about how your life was and really when when I was that person on the stage, when I was like even when I was like 16 doing Music Man and um that that I was Harold Hill, uh, that was for me, that was like Insta fame before we, anybody had phones. You know, that that just, you got up on that stage and you were, all eyes were on you and you were performing and that just felt really good. I mean, it, honestly, the, the two and a half hour Rodgers and Hammerstein Music Man production probably gave me more stage time than any amount of TikToks I will ever do in my entire life. You know, this, if you think about the, the amount of time that it takes, it's probably, you could probably stand in front of your camera for 30 minutes and that would be all the TikTok time that you'd ever need you know it doesn't take very long it's like you know people are looking at that stuff for seconds people 
people were paying attention to this musical, even if there were only 50 of them or 500 of them or how many ever went every night, they sat there for three hours. I mean, that's a lot of watch time. That's really good. Like if you have a YouTube channel, you get that much watch time. That's great. But it was very different back then. And yes, it was very demanding. Stage work is live performance just is demanding. There's just always a level of comfort with it. And there still is. I just enjoy it. Even if it is lonely and isolating and it can be, and that there's a lot of politics, it gets very catty. People can be very salty, especially when you get leads. Um, When you're a lead, there's always people backstage, especially at uh, not professional level and even at a professional level um, that really just take exception to you having that. For whatever agreement, you know, whatever politics that you're playing, however you're in with the director or whatever the case may be, that there was always a component of people just disliking me. There were guys that really thought that they should have had those parts. And they really just spent a lot of time like undermining that. And then, you know, eventually age took the better of me. I mean, after I was 30, uh, the, the roles were downhill from there like really i i couldn't keep up with all the younger dudes or you know just players they had much more energy they were much closer to the director and that's it is what it is you know you just priorities right like you got to go make money uh, i didn't have summers off i just i worked all the time so it got really hard it got harder to memorize things too because i just didn't have time to sit with the scripts and it was a lot to memorize especially if you're going to be you know a lead there's just a lot to memorize it's a lot to do but I always like doing it and for the record you know I never thought that I was really any good at it I never really it wasn't like I sat there and said yeah I'm entitled to this like I should be in I should be getting on the lines and things like that and and I'm not I'm not a trained actor but I do understand how it works and I like it I uh you know being on camera is a little bit different and awkward uh, because you know though you're in front of a camera when you're doing live theater it's not really everything that you do is very different because it is it has to be large it has to be big and bold like even your makeup has to be very big and bold because people are so far off they can't really see all of the details so you have to overemphasize everything uh, which you do not in front of a camera necessarily Um, it really it can get very campy if you do it that way uh, in front of a camera so all of those, there there are a lot more subtleties to acting that I am really not aware of, especially things that are being filmed. So we dive into that this year with working in front of a camera for Inferno. But, um, you know, me talking about that will probably be after the fact. We'll probably include that in some of the recap episodes at the end of the season, which may or may not release in the 100 episodes. I might put them out later and just have like some recaps. Because I think it's it's important to talk about this. It's important to talk about like things that you can do with cosplay besides make TikToks. I, I don't know if anybody's talking about that. I really don't hear much about that. But there's more. To, there's more to life than creating reels and TikToks. There just is. There's there's more to it. There's more you can do with it. And you know, my hats off to people who create and then compete, because that is getting on a stage. That is being larger than life. That's performance to me. To a degree that, you know, you're coming out, it's distracting, you have to make cues, like, and that you make content in your living room or wherever for TikTok, that's great, but it does not beat the feeling of being on stage. It just does. There's just nothing quite like that, at least in my 
opinion and you know really uh, hats off to anybody who competes any uh, anybody who is acting or a full-time influencer or any of those things i'm not here to cut anyone down because it is not easy to make a tiktok let me tell you it is not easy to make a reel these are not easy things to do and it is getting so produced man are people putting a lot of work into this like i could i could have a a $500,000 budget and still not create some of the amazing things that people do. Like I would, I could have a whole crew and we could just over the top everything, but it would still not uh, meet what some people are doing out there. It's just very amazing um, what the, the thoughts and the creativity people put into their content in this day and age, in the 2022s. But you can have a lot of fun with it really. And that's the whole point, right? You know, that you're getting into this and you're creating a character and, uh, whatever you end up doing with that, you know, that theater in and of itself, the performances in general, performance in general, could be very important. So that's why we need you today, everyone. Thank you so much for being here. This has been Scotty B with the Heroes of Cosplay Sanctuary saying bye-bye, everybody. Bye-bye.